Hello. Hello, hello, hello again. We go again. We go again. Um, can I just say it's so funny because you just <laughs> you have a battle with this microphone every week. It's something, <laughs> or always something. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> um, how are you anyway? I'm okay, thank you, friend. Could be better. A bit sweaty. But it's okay. How are it's you? actually so warm tonight. Sweating it as well. It is, yeah. Outside is nice and cool, but inside is like really humid inside my house. So. Yeah, yeah, it's muggy. Um, it's a late one today, guys. Yep. Last week we came at you early, this time we come at you late. <laughs> yeah, what what is going on? I don't know, I don't know. Life comes at you. Um, how's your week going so far? Um, yeah, it's been alright. I mean, I would like it to be Friday. Me too. But yeah, here we are. Here we are. Okay, so... Let's just get into it. Um, hello, everybody. This is the Rated Podcast. Um, we speak about things music and popular culture every week. Uh, I'm Olivade. And I'm Carl CNN. And uh, today, we're going to bring you something, I guess, a bit different, or kind of just a general discussion, as um, Sierra's EP is due next week. Or is it this week? Next um, week. This week, yeah. So This week, yeah, yeah Friday. By two day, yeah, by the time we post this, it'll be in two days' time. Yeah, so in two days' time, Sierra's dropping her EP. And I don't know if you guys know, but she's actually released, I think from summer last year, she's released three songs. Um, and those three songs haven't really made the cut. They haven't made the cut for the EP. Um, so this kind of got us thinking about sometimes where artists release songs leading up to their projects that don't make the cut and whether this is beneficial or they should stop doing it or if it, it just seems a bit pointless. Um, so we're going to discuss that. And then I think at the end, because there's only about five or six songs in general that Sierra's released that hasn't made albums. So I think we're going to try and like rank them or like discuss our favourites out of them. Just for a little lead up to the EP, which I'm actually kind of excited for, to be fair. Yeah, same. I think there's a like, cute little way to hold us down mm-hmm. um, whilst she's, I guess, pregnant and obviously having a baby. So it's like, I think it would be nice if we ended to something like that. Yeah, before. I think so. Yeah, I think apparently she had a baby as well, by the way, random. Oh, really? Yeah, where wow. the street is. Because I guess if she was three months in about February, then she should be like due any time from now, really. Because it's been six months. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I mean that that definitely means that we're not getting anything until probably next year. Definitely. Definitely not, because obviously she's gonna want time with the baby and stuff. Um. So, do you want to do the Sierra ranking at the end, or do it at the beginning? Um, we can rank it at the end. Okay, we'll do it at the end. Yeah. Okay, so the okay, let's, let's talk about Sierra Lasker. First of all, I, I, it kind of made me think about the time when, just the time before Rihanna released Anti in twenty sixteen, she had like a slew of singles um, leading up to it. So she, I think she dropped four or five seconds first, um, and then after that she dropped American Oxygen, and then <laughs> she dropped <laughs> Bitch Better Have My Money, and I think so. Bitch Better Have Bitch Better Have My Money became like a, I would say like a cult hit, like a cult classic. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people kind of got hyped to it in the clubs and stuff, and it kind of became a sleeper hit for her. Whereas for, for, for four or five seconds, um, actually charted well in the charts. I think it went to number three or something. Yeah, Definitely top, top five. five, yeah. So I think in, in Rennie's case, it's kind of different because the songs still did well, even though they didn't really make the cut. Apart from American Oxygen, that didn't really do anything, but that song was terrible anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I think that just speaks to like Rihanna as an artist. Like, I think 
people have always said that she's a singles artist. I think whatever she drops, people are going to be invested in it. If yeah. it's a single rather than an album. Um, but I I remember when Anti dropped and I remember not seeing Bitch But I Had My Money on there and four or five seconds, considering they did well on the charts and stuff and people liked them, I was surprised that they weren't on the album. And I yeah. thought Bitch But I Had My Money could have made the cut because I think it would have fit in at least on the deluxe version anyway, I think. In my opinion. Um, so I just, I just wondered, like, what, why do you think the, like, how do you think they make the decision of what's going to make the album? I know it obviously comes down to, like, sales and, like, whether people like it or not. Because um, obviously in Sierra's case, the songs she did release didn't necessarily do well. So it makes sense that she didn't include them on the EP. But for someone like Rihanna, where they do well, why would they, like, omit it? from the album do you know what i mean yeah um that's a good question i feel like um yeah maybe because of like the theme of the album in terms of like the songs and what the direction of the album because i think that most people credit an anti to be rihanna's like best album yeah um in terms of like vocal performance and like i feel like a lot of like new age especially like rihanna fans are more likely to like, say that's her best album in comparison to um like maybe one of the ones we might say like rated R or loud or something so yeah and i guess because maybe like the time period of people in terms of how old people were like that i don't know what i'm trying to say but basically i feel like a lot of people were in school and like all of our friends were like in uni or like around that time so they must have been invested into like music at that point so it probably yeah. has holds a place in their, their lives more than like maybe something that came out when they were like 10 or 11 so to speak so yeah um, i would say that it's probably due to the theme of the album so I think Anti was more like down. I don't know how to describe it. it. It was to me, it was like an evolution of like rated R. I would say, but like with more um, a different sound and like and, and good like better vocals. Obviously, her voice has improved as time has gone on. So I would say that maybe it's that. Like I don't like you said. I think Bitch Better Have My Money might have like done fitted well in like a deluxe because I feel like it reminds me of like it would fit in with like Pose and like yeah. Tech with Me and those kind of songs. I think, but then maybe like the rest of the album was a bit. I don't know, like indie alternative R and B kind of. So I don't know, like yeah, it was actually. Um, what I was thinking is because obviously when she released four five seconds and basically all the three singles four five well four five seconds first. So when she released that, they must have had some sort of idea of what direction they wanted to go in because you wouldn't just yeah. drop a song. So they must have. So in my head, I think they probably had a different like track list. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of just switched it up, and that's probably why they kind of went down down a, down a different direction. Because obviously, four or five seconds is completely different to Anti. That definitely yeah. doesn't fit on there. So it was a bit of a random, like, barnyard song. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not barnyard. Because it was like that, those barnyard sounds in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I always find it interesting when I, when I think about, about how albums change over time. Because obviously, they, re- they record like hundreds and hundreds of songs. And, I'm just, and me personally, I don't know how I could whittle down like 100 songs to like 10. I think yeah. it must be such a hard, hard decision. Um, but what one of my pet peeves and what I hate about it is I hate when artists have songs that don't have like homes, like house, like a like a house out. Like it's not on an album, so there's no homes for it. So yeah. if you on Spotify, it's just by itself. It's just by itself. So it's just Literally. like I don't know. I just I don't know why it irks me so much, but I just don't like it when I just see songs just randomly just sitting there. I wish mm-hmm. they were just somewhere, and that's why I kind of wish people were doing a bit like mainstream artists like Rihanna and Sierra and stuff were doing more EPs and stuff because that would make more sense, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a, it's a good idea to be honest. So I'm kind of like happy that 
there's an amazing artist doing an EP in the name of Sierra. Because um, it's different. But obviously, like, again, even though we say that, the songs that you're mentioning are still homeless, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. But, but I've noticed a lot of artists do do that kind of thing. So, like, but usually, as you said, again, it's, like, usually typically, like, songs that don't do particularly well. Like, for example, Chloe Bailey, more so recently, um, her album, she didn't include any of the singles that she released prior to the album coming out. And Have Mercy was her first official solo single, which is kind of crazy that you don't include that on your debut um, album. So I thought that was a bit wild. Even And it did chart it was certified gold. I don't know if it's platinum now or not. So yeah, it I think... did do well. So it was kind of a bit weird to me. But I think, like you said, she went <clears> in a different um, direction for the album. Yeah. I I understand that, but I do think if she was going to keep any of the singles, it should have been Have Mercy, because like you said, it was her first ever song. So I think, I don't know, that, that should hold like a, spe- it should have a, it should have a home to it. It should hold a special place in her, like in her, in her career, because that's her first ever like solo single. Yeah. So it would have been nice if it had an album, but now it just seems a bit random. Also, she spent a lot of money on the videos and stuff for Have Mercy. Treat Me was a bit more low budget, but Have Mercy had a bigger budget. And it yeah. just seems like it was a bit of a waste of time, a bit of a waste of money. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit sad when you think about that. Even Bitch But Have My Money, that video was like probably one of Rihanna's best videos, if I'm honest. Yeah. Like the money and budget that went into it, and then it just doesn't have a home. So it's just a bit, um, yeah, it's just a bit sad when you think about it. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Also, like in reference to, because obviously when I think about Chloe, I think about Beyonce. And I just think that, um, so Beyonce released, sorry, when she first started, Work It Out. Obviously, it was like part of the Austin Powers yeah. soundtrack and whatever. But then also, it was like supposed to like kind of kick off her solo career. And I, I guess did. when the song didn't do well, they scrapped the album. And re- I think most of the songs were supposed to apparently sound like Work It Out, according to what I heard online anyway. But they scrapped that and went in a different direction. Obviously, The Crazy in Love and whatever, Baby Boy, everything else you heard. Um, but she did add Work It Out to the deluxe version of her first album so obviously that was her first i guess official first single technically if you think about it or first single she released anyway as a solo artist um so yeah even though it didn't do well she still included it because obviously i guess it's like it's you know it's it's your first single solo song so it's, it should be special to you whether it doesn't doesn't do well or not i guess it should have a home in my opinion anyway yeah, so even if you do put it on deluxe or like a re-released version, at least it's somewhere, not just sitting there, you know? Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny because I, I think, me included, always forget that Work It Out was technically Beyonce's first ever solo single. Yeah. Always forget. Because obviously people just think of Crazy in Love because that's obviously what made her blow up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Work It Out, that was cool. It's kind of weird that it was part of a soundtrack and then it was yeah. the first single as well. Um, I want to talk about um, Cardi B as well. Because obviously she released her first album, and in between that, or since then and now, in between and in that time period now, she's released quite a few singles. Um, many of which have done well. I think Up was number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so was WAP. WAP was number one, mm-hmm. and then she released what's that song called? That I didn't really like the one after that. Um, um, Hot Shit. Hot Shit. That didn't really do well. I guess. Yeah, it was top twenty. That's Top 20 is still good, though. Yeah, I think it's still good, personally mm. speaking, yeah. And then now she's released that song with Offset. Jealousy. Um, so she's very much been prominent in the scene as Underboard up to her second album. But I'm just wondering, like, when she finally drops this album, because obviously Wap and Up, they were, like, almost, like, two, three years ago now. Literally 2020, 2021. 
crazy but because they were both number ones you would think that she would include them on her album but then just because the time has been so long then maybe she won't um yeah. and that would just be crazy to think that you have two number ones that don't have an album I just yeah, think that's it's wild. true it's kind of crazy like like you said like she released a lot of singles between well 2018 and 2019 sorry 2018 2019 um of privacy came out in 2018 obviously she got pregnant had a baby and obviously not pregnant anymore 2019 she releases a slew of singles like um money please me press um then now without 2019 then we don't hear anything so i feel like after that uh, our first album came out when she released money in those songs like the bruno mars collaboration press and stuff i think she should release like an each she should have released a, a deluxe i think and yeah yeah like an extended version of the album so instead invasion of privacy I don't know, part two or something, something clever that like links in with Invasion of Privacy. I don't know, I can't think on the spot right now. Um, <laughs> or something like, a, or an extended playlist or um, just a deluxe version with three edits, additional songs. Then they at least have a home. And then at least when she starts WAP, with WAP and stuff, then we can distinctively like differentiate between the different eras at least. Then we say, okay, WAP was the first official single from her album that should have come out three years ago, but hasn't. So yeah. I don't know about Cardi B at the moment because I feel like she's a bit scared to release an album. Yeah, because obviously, in my head, if you have two like back to back number one singles, wouldn't that be the perfect time to drop your album? That's what I would have thought too. And like Loki, yeah, even though she was pregnant when she was promoting her first album, like it still did well. And obviously, they had videos and stuff shot in advance, so like they could have done the same thing for her rollout after um because i think she was pregnant during the up video um or just about early stages if i'm not mistaken so or around that time anyway with the song coming out she was pregnant so yeah i just don't really see why they just didn't do the same thing they did the first time because obviously she got pregnant in between her first album coming out and that can be quite detrimental for a lot of artists but this yeah. time around she um i mean she proved she Sold well, like all the songs from her album were certified like platinum. I think she's like the only artist who got all the songs from her album certified like platinum and above or something like that. I think it was gold and above before, but now she's they're all like platinum, like minimum. So yeah, I I think that her and we're talking about Cardi B right now. I think that her what's the thing I'm looking the word I'm using looking to use? Not her time's run out, but I feel like the hype around her has died down a bit because of the fact that she's taking so long to put out actual projects. So. Yeah, I agree. I think she missed opportunity when she released Up, uh, yeah. Wrapping Up, because they that was just a time when everyone was invested in her. And that was the whole lockdown and like TikTok and stuff. So if she released an album, then I, I'm guaranteed that would have done so well. Yeah. Now, like, like, I agree with you. I think if she, I think that's probably why she's scared to drop an album now. I think she probably knows that she waited too long. I think and, so too. And she's scared that if she drops it, then there's probably not. She probably knows as well that the interest is kind of dying down a little bit yeah. now. So, but I don't think like you shouldn't just be you shouldn't be scared like, you, like we, Invasion of Privacy was released in twenty eighteen, nineteen, eighteen, eighteen. Yeah, so five. Yeah. Can you imagine five whole years between your first and second album, and that's then you crazy. Uh, that's actually so wild, especially for a new artist as well. Mm. Especially as well as. Invasion of Privacy did so good and she's still getting accolades for it now. Yeah, like, I'm just, like, so confused. And I thought it was a really good album, generally speaking, like, I think yeah, people was... that cannot give that album credit are probably just haters because, yeah, like, whether or not you don't respect her artistry or whether she thinks she has talent or not, that was a good album. 
Like, yeah, it was very reminiscent of Nikki's debut album, Pick Friday. Yeah, it was like, very it was... much so in her own way. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, one of the best like album, female rap albums of our like time period, you know, our generation of us being adults and stuff. So, yeah, I, if I'm honest, I feel like if you're a new artist and you put out music, um, I think it's like two years time is the time you should release your first two projects so i think your first album come out in 2020 your second album should be out at least by 2022 i think that any longer than that and people will just lose interest um even that seems a bit long to me but you know what <laughs> i think it gives you enough time to kind of like even like reinvent your sound if you're really going to have a long rollout if you if you had a successful album as well i think two years is enough time to release another album because obviously the songs will still be charting doing well like a year plus after and then you've got time to record and then like release yeah projects in my head anyway that makes sense i think a lot of artists should take not because i love it but they should take notes on how rihanna did it when she first came out yeah like, he was just pushing them out boy like babies but it obviously worked for her because look at her now like mm. that work ethic honestly really paid off yeah um, it's because her biggest gap was this is her biggest gap it's been seven eight years now Sis said, "We I fed you for <laughs> so many years consecutively, and therefore you guys can wait now. Which makes sense, because honestly, she was consecutive for like 12 years. Yeah. Not 12 years, sorry. Um, how long was it? 2005? Like eight, like eight, eight years. Eight years. Like, almost, like, almost 10 years, yeah. She was consistent. Yeah. 2005, 2006, 2007, then we got a re-release, then 2009, yeah. 2010, 2011, 2012, and then 2016, and then nothing. <laughs> you know what I do remember? That? So obviously there was four years between Anti and um, uh, Unapologetic, but I can't remember that gap being so big. Yeah. Like, you know what was though? Because obviously, like, and, um, sorry, Unapologetic, like, carried us into 2013, and she toured. So we were, like, we had, like, a year of that kind of thing. And then I think, she's doing collaborations around that time. Mm, um, she did it. She did collaborations around... She, she did more collaborations after Auntie, I think, because she did Wild Thoughts. Um, mm. I think she did She did some songs with Drake. She did um, some song, Take Care. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was before Auntie. So, yeah, she did a couple of collaborations. Okay, cool. Um, yes, I found it. Yeah, you're right. So, it was Take Care on that time after she released her last album before the Auntie one. Then she did was on the Bad Remix, um, The Monster, 2013. Then she did that collaboration with Shakira in 2014. Oh, uh, yeah. So she was doing a lot of features, I think. And then 2015 was when we got the three random singles that she released. Okay, so that's why it didn't feel like long. Yeah. She was still so there. She was still around, so she was doing features. So she actually has been like a prominent figure in music for let's literally say 10, 2000. That's like 10 years of like consistently putting out something, literally. Yeah, so yeah, she deserves this break. Yeah, I think she does, definitely. Um. So then another person I wanted to talk about was obviously... <laughs> We don't have an album yet, but so no, the whole Normani situation. Um, I want to ask you: Would you, if it was her, when she finally releases her album, would you include Wild Side? Yeah, so I think, um, even if it's like on at the like on a deluxe, no, not on a deluxe bonus track. Sorry, I think she needs to put out at least twelve songs, and then eleven of them should be new. And then if she's gonna put on one song that is old between Wild Side and Motivation. Let it be wild side and let it be like track number 12 bonus track because yeah i think she should include it because it was her most recent single and it's been her best performing out of the ones she's released so it performed better than motivation so yeah 
What do you think though? Would you like include it or leave it off? Um, normally I'd say yeah, she's included, but because I think it's been so long, um, and I think because she's had so many problems, I think maybe it's probably best for her to just to kind of just start again from scratch. Mm. Um, release like a release a song, say it's your lead single, and then release the album, and then maybe a second single, and then release the album. Um, but you need, to, I think, she needs to be clear about what the lead single actually is, not just drop yeah. a song. Do you know what I mean? Because we don't want the same thing again. Everyone's saying that she's going to release Candy Paint. That's going to be the next. Um, I don't like it. I listen to them. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, it just seems a bit random. Like, I think they they got that this thing where they're a bit confused about what to do with her. So like, it's like, do you want her to be an R and B artist? Do you want her to be a pop artist? Or is she in between? Is she a bit of both. You know, like is she a bit of a doja? Is she versatile? Like, what are we doing? What is the direction? Um. I think once they figure that out, then she'll be okay. But she's got new manage- management now, so she signed up with two different managers for two different reasons. One of the managers is good for market was like helped Doja Cat in her come up, and one of the managers is good for like marketing like R and B hip hop artists. So she's got two managers for two different kind of genres and audiences. So um, I think that that will help her definitely because her current manager clearly was useless. So yeah, her career is definitely reminiscent of Tinashe's. Yeah, and obviously they both signed to the same label too, so yeah. it's just like history repeating itself. It's just that whole thing about not knowing what to do with your artist or like how to handle them properly. Um, exactly. But I think it's a little bit of her not knowing what she wants as well. Yeah, I think so. There's like people are saying it's a bit of a combination between her and like the label, but obviously we do know that her parents were both like ill with cancer, I believe, um, like fairly recently and like around the same time as well. So. I guess that kind of thing can take a toll and not make somebody want to not do yeah. music, record anything, etc., etc. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so do you think in general, like releasing a slew of singles before your project, like all the people that we've discussed, do you think it's beneficial or not beneficial? I think it's a good idea to kind of release stuff and just kind of get a feel of what like people want to hear um, or what kind of like music the album will, or EP or whatever the project is will involve. Um, yeah, because I guess like if the song doesn't do well, then and the rest of the album is reminiscent of that particular song, then I guess you know that that direction is probably not the one to go in, or you'd hope that you'll be aware of that anyway. So, yeah, um, what do you think? I think it, I think it can be beneficial and not beneficial at the same time. So it can be beneficial in the fact that, like you said, it's good to just get music out there. At least people are not hungry for your music because you're releasing stuff, and it doesn't come across like you're lazy and a lot of fans just want to hear music from their artists sometimes. So that's probably what the problem with Narnia is. We're just tired of not hearing anything. Mm. So I guess we would rather just her just drop singles and they not do so well, but at least we've got music from her. So in that sense, I think that's beneficial because at least they, you're getting something out there. Uh, but then at the same time, I think it might not be beneficial because people might, say if they release three singles and none of them really hit, then people might be not really interested in the project. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... Sierra, for example, so the songs that she's released so far in this past year, if fans haven't really connected with them or like maybe like like one of them, like or think one of them's good or or maybe not even like any of them, they might not be as interested in the EP because they might think, okay, so these three songs are trash, so maybe the EP is going to be trash. Do you know what mm. I mean? So I think in that sense, it can kind of harm you because if you re- if you release three songs that are bad or not well accepted then you kind of don't really have any hope for your project do you because people might just be a bit like oh, okay i'm not really interested in hearing that 
Yeah. And like, just in sort of what you just said, like, so, um, although I think it was good, LMA basically with her last album, I think she didn't release a slew of singles. Maybe she had like two, maybe, that she released. Um, and she kind of just put the album out. And I, can't be, I, don't, I remember we were talking about that. We were just like, oh, you know what? I kind of rate it, like, because it's just like she wasn't dragging it on or whatever. But obviously, like, it's detrimental because it wasn't, like, as well received. There was no, like, big standout hit or solo yeah. hit. Like, with Boot Up or Tripping. So, essentially, the album kind of, like, flopped. But then, obviously, she went on tour anyway. So, I'm sure that was sold out. So, she made her money from the tour. So, yeah. But, like, in that sense, it's like it's the kind of like what we're saying. So, like, you can either kind of go one of two ways. Like, if you, the songs don't stick, you can put out the project. But then people might not be interested because they're going to think that everything sounds like yeah. the song you put out already. Yeah, that's the kind of worry that I have with Sierra's EP. Even though I'm excited about it, I, I think I wasn't very, like, blown away by the three singles she released before. So I'm just like, am I, is there going to be, like, a standout hit on there or is there going to be kind of, like, the same? Because I think the, the song that I liked the most was How We Roll so far, and that's actually going to be on the EP. So that kind of gives me hope. But the ones before that that are not on the EP, I'm just, I was just like, they just seemed a bit... I just don't understand why she didn't really lead with How We Roll. <laughs> To be fair. Yeah, I'm honest with you, like, this is the problem we have. We all talk about this with Sierra, like, love her, love her, love her to bits. But, like, why do you always just do this with the singles? And in my head, yeah, I'm not, like, annoyed about her being pregnant, because obviously, um, childbearing and childbirth is such a beautiful thing. So I'm really happy for her. And she's given her husband his fourth baby. Um, well, their fourth baby, sorry. And I'm wishing her a really safe and happy pregnancy. And I think it's going to be a girl. Quote, let's, let's see if I'm right, like, in, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I just don't know why she didn't release how we roll first because I feel like it would have been better received. Um, mm-hmm. It would have been well received either way because it's Chris Brown and her, and everybody's wanting to collaborate since they collaborated in two thousand and nine anyway. So in my head, it's like, why would you not just put out the song that you know? Like it just made sense, like as a first single, and then they could have put all the money and the budget into the video for that, yeah, in opposed to jump. And then that was yeah, a- because they put so much budget into Jump. They put so they spent so much money on Jump. They were was... like, "This is gonna like take off." Like they were so sure. No, but that was the worst it. song. <laughs> that was the worst one. Yeah. So I feel like if she released "How We Roll" last year, put budget in the video, did like a sick um, choreography video, Chris Brown, um, and then like did a couple performances at the award shows and stuff. Honestly, I think it would have popped off. It would have definitely like because they were supposed to do VMAs, um, Michael Jackson tribute. If that. They would have probably been able to do, like, even if that got pulled, I feel like they would have been able to probably perform something, hopefully, together. Like, at least, like, maybe they could have performed her song, if anything. If they said no to the Michael Jackson tribute, then I'm sure they would, have, they would have incorporated how we roll into it somehow anyway. So, yeah, it just depends how long ago they recorded the song, though, because there was a video I saw, like, a couple months ago. I don't know how if it was last year or, like, early this year. There was, like, a car advert Sierra was in, and they were playing how we roll in the background of the advert and so i don't know if it was a song that was already made and then they just added chris brown to it like recently maybe so yeah, they could have done that, that actually yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm not sure if that was the case <sighs> um so yeah i just yeah honestly i feel like this always happens with sierra so i'm not really surprised <laughs> yeah yeah it's a bit sad um okay so let's get into her previous and her current um on Let's call them unreleased singles, or let's just say lead-up singles to albums. Um, I I think I missed some. I don't know if I missed some. Sorry, because you're the Sierra fan. But I, in my head, it was all the singles before. Um, was it the Sierra album? Is that yeah. when she's released those three singles? She released "Got Me Good," "Sorry," and there was another one. 
There was sweat with sweat. Um, that was it. Two chains. That was the first, 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 first song. I remember hearing it and thinking, "Why is she rapping?" <laughs> I was so confused. I was so confused. Do you know what? I've, I've I definitely forgot about that song. Like, I don't, obviously I haven't listened to it that much because I forgot that she even released that. Um. So yeah, so you released "Got Me Good." Sorry. Oh, so sweat, sweat first, and then she released "Got Me Good." Sorry. Oh, sorry, and then got me good. Yeah, and I actually really, really loved "Sorry." Like that is yeah. my song. Um, I get why it wasn't, like it didn't do well because it was quite slow, mm. and I don't think people. I don't. Know, I don't think people really like slow Sierra. <laughs> they like mid tempo, like body party, sexy Sierra, but they don't like ballad, like "And I Sorry Sierra." Like you notice the difference. Like they all like they'll take promise. They'll take um. They'll take Promise, they might take an I Bet. Well, I Bet is in the same category as Sorry to Me, to be honest with you. But yeah. they'll take an I Bet. They'll take a um, Body Party. They'll take a um, Promise. But they won't take, like, a And I, or they won't take a Sorry for some reason. I don't know what it is about that. They don't like ballads by her, but they like a mid-tempo by her. But then they don't need this. But then she released Got Me Good, which is quite up-tempo. And then yeah, that didn't I... really get well-received either. Yeah, I don't think they knew what says... to do with the song. Because I don't know what kind of, like... I don't know, like... How do you dance to that song? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I feel like unless you're like a proper dancer, you're not going to be able to dance to that song. But like, even the. Just, just, it just like. it's It just sounds a bit chaotic, though, generally. So, like, I can't imagine, like. I watched um, her perform it at RB. No, VH1 Divas, sorry, yes. And somebody made a comment, like, the crowd was so confused they didn't know what to do to the song. And I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of got what they meant there. And they it's like, true, though. Yeah, they said that the song doesn't, like, have radio playability. Something like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I kind of get it. Like, it just seemed a bit... It just seems like a fun song to have on an album, not something that you'd put out as a single, in my opinion. So it's that thing again where she's just releasing what she likes the sound of, but is it going to stick? No. Yeah, I listened to it today when I came up with the idea of the episode, and I was I I agree with what you just said. Like it does actually sound messy. Like it just sounds like noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no clear like cohesion of the song. Like yeah, so it's not her best release, I would say. Um, and obviously that's and it's so it seems so random because Gummy Good, Sorry, and um, Sweat they're all so different to the actual Sierra album. Yeah, like the Sierra album was really good. Mm-hmm. Right? We got obviously we had a couple of full starts as we always complain about, but we got when we got there, we got there and it was really good. And then obviously, like it seemed like it was like the perfect, like it sounded, it sounded, it felt like to me that she had gotten back to her the flavor of Sierra that we like. Like she had her pop R and B hip hop kind of songs. Like it was a really good. Like it was like the fantasy ride done well, like done better, yeah. like with a like a longer lasting sound and a sound that doesn't sound dated basically. That's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah. She had like a pop kind of sounds there that were really good. And she had that the R and B songs and then she had like the slow songs. The only song that wasn't good on the album was Where You Go. That was it. Everything else was really good. Oh that was terrible. And I think she I feel like she only put it on there because it had a future on it. <laughs> yeah and they were like And they were dating at the time. Dating, so yeah, um, literally But apart from that I think the album was so cohesive as well. Like it flowed so well the track list. Mm. Um yeah, you can listen to it like stuff to finish. Maybe skip where you go. Yeah, <laughs> then, skip that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think that. So obviously, Sierra, the Sierra album was probably one of her most well received uh, of recent times. So I don't think the the singles she released before, like the three singles she released before, I don't think they um, were detrimental 
to that because I think what saved her was definitely Body Party. Yeah. Um, which I'm kind of wondering, did she? I wonder if she had that recorded at the same time, or did she record That's that? That's the after? thing. Like I don't know anymore because sometimes I'm I'm unsure. Like if it was there already, or they went back to the studio and they recorded it, or what the situation was. Like uh, I don't know. But you know what? She had been working with Mike Will already for the album, so I don't know. It might have been there. I was just waiting. Yeah, so, just waiting. Yeah. Um. So those were the first set, and then so we've got so recently in this past year, I think last year last summer she released Jump. Um, no. And then, um, was it autumn? Was it this year? Was it this year no. that she released Better Things? Autumn, yeah. So autumn year. last year, she released Better So yeah, summer, autumn was Better Things. And then this year in March time, I believe. Yeah. Um, she released The Girls. Yeah. Again, each of those songs are completely different to each other. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. cohesion there at all. Um. When Jump came out, yeah, I was just, so she released a teaser on Instagram, and from the teaser, I was like, "Oh my god, this song might be good," you know. And I was like really excited because um, I thought, "Oh, it's gonna be Sierra dancing again." It's been a while since we've seen her like dance and stuff. Yeah. And the song dropped, and I was just like, "What is this noise?" You actually liked it at the time. <laughs> I did. Like, I think I forced myself to like it because, like, okay, I haven't heard anything but new by Sierra for a long time, but like, and I listened to it a lot in the gym because it was a like, upbeat song, and it was. Kind of like a good song for me to work out to because it made me feel like a bit motivated once working out. So that was it really. But then now I don't listen back to it anymore. So yeah. Yeah. I think what was random about it as well, the, the feature was just so random. Those close Contra. I don't know. Don't even ask me their name because I don't know. <laughs> they didn't even promote the song. I didn't see them post it on one time on Instagram. They didn't post it on their page. They didn't do anything. Like It was just like, what was the purpose of working with this new group? Like, if I was a new was artist so... <laughs> and, a new, and a, like, an established artist worked with me, I would be ex- <laughs> I'm posting all over my social media. Like they didn't mm-hmm. even post anywhere. Like I thought I was a bit ungrateful, and I was just like, "You should never have worked with them." And the song wasn't that great anyway. So yeah, over time, but yeah. Um, and then better things was actually probably my favorite out of the already singles. Um, yeah. I think it was a really good collaboration, and obviously, Sun Walker is quite big. Well, I guess he's kind of not done much recently. But it's still kind of when they announced it, I was like, oh, Sierra and Sam Walker, I'd never have guessed. Um, and I thought, oh, that, that actually could work. And it actually did. I, what I do, don't think worked about it was the fact that it was just a bit slow, I think. Yeah. Um, and not really, it's not really like a comeback single, is it? Like it's yeah. more so like an album track, I think. I think so too. It was a nice song, but again, it's not like a single single to me. And I think it was so different from like what people are used to from Summer Walker. So. I think her core fan base were not as engaged in the song because it's more like up Sierra's speed, obviously Sierra's song. So I think that's what it was because I think some typical Summer Walker is like usually going to be about an ex or like, you yeah. know, something not negative, but like about love to an extent, but in a, not in a no, positive light sometimes. And I think that's what people seek and look to her for. So when it was a bit more like up Sierra's speed, like positive, I think people weren't as engaged once they heard it or once they heard about the collaboration. So, yeah, unfortunately. Um, this is one song, though, I think maybe she should have put on the EP because I think most of the fans actually really liked it. Um, yeah, I think out of all of the song, well, yeah. I think Great Jump has the most views out of all of the three that she's released, obviously, but it also came out before them, so. Yeah. yeah it makes sense but i remember I like thinking, on instagram and stuff people were like hyping up better things yeah um, it was like it had potential out of all of the songs anyway yeah and then we had 
the girls which honestly i can't stand that song i don't know what she would, it kind of reminds me of um what's that song she released that was cheesy um girl gang <laughs> oh god okay. yeah. it's just like do you know what i mean sometimes i feel like what people don't like about sierra is i think sometimes her like lyrics and subject matter is a bit cheesy mm. like i don't know do we, and i think obviously she's got a lot of backlash about releasing a song about being independent obviously she's married and she's mm. got kids and stuff so people were like who is she to be singing this kind of song do you know what i mean and, but and i get it because you know you want to empower women and bring them up and stuff but i guess it's kind of yeah people just didn't really take to it i guess for that yeah for the... they kind of thought like right message wrong messenger i think that's the vibe. yeah i think so yeah that i got anyway um i do like the video though the video is fun and quirky yeah the video is cool it's different it looks like a like fun probably not too costly like to make kind of video yeah just them dancing around and being fun girls yeah it's like um beyonce's 7-eleven video yeah exactly just cute um okay so i'm gonna do let's do our ranking i haven't actually written it down so i'm just gonna do it on the top of my head okay um, out of all the songs she's released like pre yeah so got me good sorry sweat um uh jump better things and the girls Okay. Um, I'm gonna put like I'm gonna lie. I think sweat should be at the bottom. Yeah, I was gonna put that there too. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember yeah. how it goes. Learning your hair, what you learn some. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Sweat, what you burn some. What what what? Yeah. The way you're singing it, it makes it sound so dry. <laughs> mate, that's how I remember it. <laughs> um. Yeah, what should go next? Uh, so number four, uh, number five. Sorry, I would. I think I would probably put. Um, I'd actually put jump. You know. Really, I really don't like that song. I'm sorry. Mm, you know what? You know I can actually. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's actually fair. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Yeah, I just don't really. I. I honestly didn't catch it, and I think maybe you just. You had your little um, Sierra go- goggles on. <laughs> not beer goggles, Sierra goggles. <laughs> no, because, you know, if we had a Dr. Song tomorrow and it was trash, I know I'll be like, oh, this song's so good. I mean... <laughs> lift me up. That was like from that video. Who was it? The actress lady. Yeah, I can't remember her name. She said it sounded like she just woke up from bed. Lift me up. <laughs> You kind of just like her, though. She actually did. That was really good. Okay, so number four, I would put... Maybe Got Me Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? I think, yeah, it was between Jump and Got Me Good, like, in terms of that order. I agree. Um, And then number three... What have we got left? We've got the new songs, and then we've got... Oh, you have to throw the girls up there, like... Oh, I know. The thing is, I don't even like that song, but how did it make it switch to number three? I think the girls would be number four. I'm not gonna lie, because I think "Got Me Good" I liked a bit more than the girls, at least. Okay, I agree. Yeah, let's swap them. Yeah, let's move them. Yeah, so we got sweat. Then we've got the jump. girls. Oh, jump! Sorry, sweat, jump. The girls. Okay, this yeah, "Got Me Good." Yep, and then two more. Two just... more left. Yeah. So at number two, I would probably put um. Better thing. I just put better things, yeah. Yeah, I would as well. To be fair, better things, and that makes number one. Um, sorry, sorry, because it wasn't a bad <laughs> song. It really was actually a nice song, you know. 
It was a good like, song. The video was cool. The lyrical content was good. I think it's a relatable song as well. Like it was not actually a bad song. It just doesn't. It didn't hit for some reason, unfortunately. August fourth, I was chilling at your house. I said it's actually such a good song. I'm gonna listen to it after. Yeah, it was. I liked the video too. And then she um, when she would sing it live, there was like a remix she would always do, like so, like a dance break she would do. And I always loved it because it was always cool. Because I like the fact she can dance to like slow music as well. It's not always just like upbeat music. Yeah, not just upbeat music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we got um, Sweat and Number uh, number Last, you know. Sweat Last. <laughs> <laughs> then we have at number four, at uh, number five, um, Jump. And then we have The Girls. Then we have, what well, am I forgetting? Uh, got Me Good. Then we have Better Things. Better Things. And then we have. Sorry. Sorry. So that's sorry good, is, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, sorry is number one. So go and listen to that, guys, if you haven't listened yeah, to it already. Sorry is the best pre-album Sierra song that didn't make it to the album. The album. Um, or any album. What are your, just before we leave, what are your expe- expectations for the EP? Or what would you like to see? Um, I, you know, I'm, just, I'm not expecting too much, to be honest with you. I think it's just something to hold us over um, and it would give her a bit of an opportunity to kind of think about what her music and what sound she wants to go for, I think, going forward. And so I'm just here for new music. And I don't know, there might be a gem on there. There usually is, to be honest. So let's see what we hear. There's seven songs. I've heard the BRB one. I don't really like, I think I like it that much. Um, it's just the song that she plays when she posts it. Like it's in the background when they're advertising it. It's, that's the song I keep playing. I've heard winning as well with Big Frida. I actually am quite excited about that song. Oh, you know she performed it at like that jingle, that Christmas thing that she always performs. Oh, did she? I haven't seen it. Yeah, it, she performed it. I don't really like that either. It's just very bouncy. It, you know what it sounds like? It reminds me of like Great Deal Soul, but like more Big Frida on it. Oh, okay, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just, well, I don't know. Well, Big Frida's on Break My Break Her Soul in the background. So just like if they turned up Big Frida and you can only hear Big Frida like shouting at you, that's what it sounds like. But maybe I need to hear the studio version. Maybe they changed it. Who knows? I don't know. I just, I'm kind of hoping that there's not too many slow songs. Yeah. Um, I kind of just, I want some mid-tempo and some upbeat songs from CR because I'm just, I'm just a bit over the slowness, I think. Yeah. Um. I like. I, I know she's not going to do it now because she's pregnant. But I just like seeing Sierra dance. I think that's what the appeal is for her. Um. The appeal of her to me is mm. like I just like seeing her dance. That's why I've, I think I kind of connected with how we roll because I just like to see her doing choreography again. Yeah. And that's it was just her nice element. to see her. That's her element yeah. exactly. And she hasn't done it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. I think like the last. What was her last proper choreography video? She danced in jump. Jump. Like, yeah. So. Didn't. I don't really. Like, I like the video it was cool, but like I feel like the choreography and how we roll is like better. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 don't I know, know exactly what you mean, but I can't I mean, explain it. Like she'd be dancing like everywhere, but like it just was a bit better. Like for some, like it was proper like choreography. Like, yeah. Whereas the last like three so like she did dance and jump, but it just I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say. But yeah. I know what you mean because it's even like um the choreography and body part. It just seemed a bit. It, it just seemed smooth. Yeah. And, like, it seemed smooth and like it seemed like it was like. It's like a proper choreo- choreographed dance, whereas like in Jump, it just seems like she was just doing like random stuff. That makes sense. I don't know how yeah, to explain like, it. Yeah, I think I get you. Because even in some parts, I think she was probably freestyling like in the video, and opposed to following a choreographed routine. I think some parts she was just 
was freestyling. Although there was bits where she was obviously dancing with dancers that was choreographed. But yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it's like what we like to see Sierra in her element dancing and really doing what she, you know, can do. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So next week, guys, um, obviously we're going to put the episode out on Wednesday. So you've got time to listen to it between Friday and Wednesday. And then we're going to give you a review um, and, a, and a rating of the EP. Um, yeah, so I think that brings us to the end of our little episode. Yes, sir. Um, so as usual, we're going to add a song on the rated playlist, which is on Spotify. Um, each week we add a new school song and an old school song. Um, and this week I think I've got the new school song, and Carl's got the old school song. So I need to go he first. Does. Me? Yeah, you go first. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, I'm going to add. Um, I'm going to add a Megan song. I feel like. Although we spoke about the controversy and stuff with the court case, I feel like, you know, we can. this is my way of supporting her wholeheartedly as a female rapper and woman. So I'm going to add Megan's song, Pressurelicious, featuring Future. Oh, that's a good song. That's a good choice. Yeah, um, it's not that, like, old, really, actually. Wait, hold on. That's not, am I doing old? You are doing old. Is that a new one? Oh, my gosh. That's fairly new. Sorry, that came out last year. No, no, no. Scream. Scrap <laughs> that, guys. I'm, I was supposed to add Crybaby. Sorry, that's it. Megan and the baby oh, Crybaby. Crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, something's wrong. That's really recent. I was actually thinking, when did that come out in 2020? I feel like it was more recent than that. It was literally last year. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Sorry. Screaming. Um, I'm actually going to add How We Roll. It's fit into the... Ooh. It's not on there yet. And I think I was going to add it last week. But I had the old school old school song oh. and yeah it just makes sense for what we were speaking about today so yeah how we roll and i think it's just one of her best songs she's released um recently in a while in a yeah. while yeah definitely um and obviously we've been waiting for this chris brown collaboration for so long so it's nice that it's actually here for once um also check out the video guys because it's actually a really cool concept i, I think it it's i mean i said last week that i think the video could have been a little bit better choreography wise but I think the whole concept of the video in general is just really, really good. And it's nothing that we've seen before. So it's good. I agree. Very, very simple, but very, um, very, very niche, very cool and different. Yeah. yeah. Well executed. Um, okay. So thank you guys for listening as always. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you want to contact us, we're at the rate of podcast one at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Instagram at the rate of podcast. Um, feel free to DM us or whatever you want. And I'm at Olivade on Instagram as well. And I'm at Carl CNN. And we shall speak at you next week. Yes, we shall. See you later. Bye. Bye.